Welcome to Stemming in Stilettos with Dr. Tasha, a podcast for and about women of color in STEM. These women are brave, beautiful, and brilliant. Their stories deserve and need to be heard. Their voice strong, their message clear, their experiences priceless. Now let's welcome this wonderful winning woman of color to the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Stimming and Stilettos with Dr. Tasha. And again, I'm excited because I have Dr. Marshall back um, for part two. Um, so by now, you you have listened to part one, and y'all know that there were things left unsaid. Um, <laughs> and, so, and so we had to have a part two. So here we are. Um, I do want to say, hi, Dr. Marshall, how are you? I'm good, Dr. Tasha, how are you? Can can I just recap my day? Can I just recap? <laughs> it's one of those. Okay, yes. I mean, we've already established that I'm going to need a drink, right? I'm, <laughs> right. Just, I'm gonna need a drink. Um a big one. You said a big one. A big a big one. Um, I might even go to whiskey. I'm like, Ooh. Miss whiskey sounds good. But whiskey, that means I would be taking it to the head. Okay, yes. anyway, I digress. I digress. Um, it's just been that kind of day. I have been in my in my in my day job. Um, I am I'm a woman, of course, in a male dominated field, um, and I am the leader. Mm. And today was one of those days where I was tried on like all levels, <laughs> <laughs> at all levels at the same time. Because yes. that's the only way that we are tried. It, it's just like they had all five fingers pressed on the that last good nerves. It was, all of them were just pressed on it. And um, and it was just that. It was sort of like how figuring out in real time simple solutions to things that were made much more complicated than they needed to be. Right. Um almost from the moment I stepped on campus this morning at 7.20 until I left at four. Um, and, and still I got a phone call at about 4.30 with the last solution to a problem. Mm. So it, it was, it's just been that kind of day. At some point during the day, I, I, I just was, I just, I had to take a minute. I had to take about 10 minutes. And I literally ate hot chips and drank a Coke. <laughs> and that's the reason on why I think this podcast is so important is because you do need to take a minute to collect yourself and to recenter your energies and not let other people dictate how your day is going to go. Right. And it's so hard to do when other people's energies are invading your peace. So how do yeah. you find that peace? Well, so this is and it's so interesting that this is a part of this conversation is like I for the longest time I would tell people, oh, I'm an I'm an introvert and not really understanding what exactly that meant. But when we when we start talking about like the exchange of energy, I totally get that. I totally get that. Like the difference between an extrovert and an introvert and how we take in energy yep. and what it means for us, right? 
and how we process the energy, right? So I'm an introverted person. So I process energy very deeply. And so a lot of different energies exhaust me. Yes. Yes. So big parties ain't my thing. (laughs) Small intimate groups. I can deal with that. (laughs) But only for a certain amount of time. And then I'm like, okay, I need to like, go someplace else and reach out. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. I can't be around you for like, you know, eight, nine hours. Like I'm going to need like four or five and I'm going to need a break. Right. I th- my husband calls it the sort of the hit it and the quit it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just I'm like, you're going to be there for a time. You're going to do a thing. And then you got to be out like you. Okay. And I was like, you know, that's, That's true on a lot of different levels. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm very, um, I'm very sensitive to energies as well, because I think, I think I'm an empath. So I just feel when someone, I see someone or around somebody and I can feel, okay, they had a day. (laughs) So like, what was that day? I don't absorb it all. I've learned how not to absorb it all, but it makes me good at you know, instruction and things like that. But it also, again, is exhausting because if someone's energy isn't quite right, I feel it. And I can't put my finger on it. And I'll be like, I don't know about that person. People be like, what are you talking about? I don't know about that person. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) And then fast forward at whatever time duration. And they're like, you know, you said something about, and I was like, "Mm -hmm, I told you someone, right? I said, Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you what I just said. If someone wasn't right, it won't write. If I said it won't write, it wasn't right. So just trust me. (laughs) Okay. That's it. You know what? And I value friends like that because I, that's not something that I have. You, Mm -hmm. if, if, I, you have to beat me over the head with it. I'm just going to be honest with it, with you, because I'm not even sure why I think, because I think for a long time, I've been, I have looked for one of those. I've just been sort of, I trust you until I don't like that's mm-hmm. sort of been the way in which I have operated. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I've been burned a whole lot of times, right? I'm like, you know, everyone gets a certain level of trust because, hey, you're a human being, right? There's a certain level you get, and then there's a certain level that you have to earn. Um, And so it's usually like, I have friends who are like, yeah, I don't trust him or her. Uh, There's something about him or her. And I'm like, really? Okay. Because I know that I don't have that, right? So I'm always trying to figure out who in my circle can can do that. Um, because I just know that I don't, I usually have to end up like the hard way. Like they have to be like, Oh, and then I was talking about you behind your back. and I'm like, <laughs> You were. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't have the like instantaneous. Um, <laughs> I am a, a person that is very loyal. Mm. And so my loyalties will make me rationalize behavior that I would not accept from other people if I consider that person part of my circle or part of my association or friend group. Um, so I, I understand what you say. You got to be beat over the head with stuff. But if I get enough of my gut saying mm, something is not right, I then start to go, OK, wait a second. Let me let me rem- like take right. off the hat, <laughs> set it down someplace, think about it over a few days, let it kind of marinate over me. 
um, and then decide. Yeah. You know, but, but taking that time to, to let whatever the situation is to kind of wash over um, is something that, you know, as introverts, we value, we want the time and the space and the, and that frustrates some people who aren't introverts because they're like, make a decision and say what you want. And just, you're just kind of like, I haven't processed in the way I need to process in order to tell you what I want to have happen next. Yeah. I like to get, I call it the get, get quiet. Like, the, cause you know, I, what I have learned is that, you know, you never lie to yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And if something is like happening in your body, right. It's, it's a, there's a reason why that's happening. Right. And for me, I have to, I have to get quiet mm-hmm. and, and listen and go inside and, and listen to myself and have myself tell me, what 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 it is yeah um and that it, the times in which I have done that which is it's been more often um more present lately than it has been in at any other time in my life um and I you know almost I, I don't regret anything but if I could change one thing it would be that because yeah. my gut was all was often right <laughs> and I was just sort of like ah oh, nah 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 yeah that's what we do that's what we do. I mean, we, we, we do that. We're conditioned in order to do that, especially as, you know, black women in STEM mm-hmm. is because we tend to be the only ones. And so we have to be part of that group, um, deal with situations other people don't have to deal with. We're, it, right. we're, we're constantly conforming and doing acrobatics in order to yeah. get through the programs, you know, to get the degrees, to then get the positions to continue to do the (laughs) conforming and contortions and the machinations. And so we do our best to find a way forward because we have no other options in order to get through. So taking the time in order to like sit back and get quiet we really don't have that. That's not something that we know how to do. And so once you get to a certain place in your career, you then are like, wait a second, I don't have to work like 24 <laughs> seven. You know, I can take a break. Wait, 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 wait. I'm in a situation that's crazy. Like you were mentioning about your day. Mm-hmm. You, okay. I can just step away for 15 minutes. <laughs> and you can have your snack, have your Coke. <laughs> Whereas you before we, we couldn't yeah. do that because we yeah. had to get X, Y, Z done because it was due because we had to get the deliverable out or whatever, the, whatever, whatever the thing. Right. I think though that if I could, if I could give advice to a young woman who is in STEM, young black woman who's in STEM right now, it would be that is to a always listen to your gut. It because you you just don't lie to yourself. It's impossible, right? Yep. You can rationalize it in your mind, but your body, in your spirit, in your soul, they don't lie, right? Yep. Um, it's impossible. And I say that because you know what what's it what's an impossibility? But but right. it's one of those things where you will you you just it's not it's not something that you you would do. Right, so, right. um, 
learning how to tap into that and then trusting it enough to make decisions. Mm-hmm. It may be hard. It'll be difficult. It may be, it may hurt you or someone else. Right. Um, but in the long run, it will be to your benefit yeah. um, to do that. It has taken me so, so long um, to learn that lesson. Um, and it, and, you know, it's people like it's selfish. And as a black woman, we have to do all the things and all the work and we got to be places and all the, you know, you know, this story, right? Lies. <laughs> I love Lies, Lies from the pit of hell. Lies. <laughs> Lies. We do, if we do 30%, we still doing better than 50%. Sorry. We're doing better than 75% of folks. You know, so we when we do, we just if we just give 30%, we do better than 75% of folks. But we be trying to do 110% because we think we need to do all the things. All we the can things. do all the things, we don't have to do them in such short order. Right. I mean, we know <laughs> how long it takes for projects to manifest. From the, from the planning stage to the design to the implementation to the redesign. Right. <laughs> we know Data all the different to analysis. Everything. To the, all of the things. Yeah. All the things. Do they go back? and re- We know that that is a long time. That's an, a year and a half process. Yep. We try to do everything in three months. You're right. Absolutely. We can just. We can do in our in our head in three months, but we don't need to tell it in three months. Right. That's my advice to yeah. young women is that you might have it all mapped out in your head in three months time. You don't need to share it immediately. Yeah. The other part about that, which I think is, is really good, is that it what what really helped me because you're right, like it's in here. But when I started writing it down on paper, like, you know, sort of a visual representation of like, this is what the project is, um, then I could start filling in all the little steps, right? Mm-hmm. So so then it's like, okay, well, maybe it's not three months. <laughs> this by itself is three months. Okay, so what I said was step two is actually step 12. Right. <laughs> like, got you, got you, right? Because we just go so fast, especially um, for us who have multiple degrees in STEM. Right. Because you're constantly like being told, you know, like, move fast, move fast, move right. fast, move faster. Changing, so you got you to gotta be with it. You got to be on it. Right. You got to hustle. You got to grind. You got to hustle. You got to yep. grind. You got to go. You got to go. And... Yeah. Mm-mm. Um, mm-mm. Mm-mm. That we, no. And then not only that, but we don't take the time. The other part of that. So we've done all these great things. Maybe we did get the project done in, in three months, four months, six months, whatever it was. Right. We On to the next. We don't yep. even take the time to sort of come down off of that. Right. Get, you know, give us our give our, you know, kudos to ourselves. Right. Um, and then move on. We don't even do that. We just keep nope. it moving. We're at this high level of, I want to say it's it's stress, it's adrenaline, yeah. and it's all of all of those things for such a long period of time that it's no wonder that like the numbers for us 
is not are not good. Even if we enter in STEM, when what are we leaving? What what did I read the other day? Five to seven years, three to five years, something like that. We're leaving. Yep. Because we're working at such a high level for such a long period of time. Like there's no way it's sustainable, people. It is not sustainable. Yep. It's not it's not sustainable. I mean, even in um computing realms, it's about three years mm-hmm. is about the burnout rate. Three to four is about burnout mm-hmm. rate. Um, I don't know the I don't know the breakdown by, you know, you know, gender identities or um, race ethnicity identities, but just inside of tech, it's pretty small. Yeah. And so given our intersectionality, it's even more acute on how yeah. we how how we work at such a high productivity level with such low recognition of accomplishments that we don't sit back and like do an inventory. So that's something that I've been doing is being intentionally about, okay, I need to like write down what I'm doing and I need to like put it someplace and I need need to like make sure that I remember what, like remember what I did because a month will pass and I'll forget. Oh yeah, I did that. Oh, right. I did that. Oh, right. I did. Oh, I gave that talk. Right. All right. Right. And it's not showboating. It's not bragging. It's just, oh, I need to like fully mm-hmm. bathe myself in what in the world <laughs> I've been doing. I love that. What I love in the world. <laughs> because, <laughs> and do it regularly. So then you can be like, okay, like I'm doing some, some stuff. And, but, and not only that, it, there's, Oh, that was such a good word. I, at first, I got to say it. that that was such a good word. Um, but I also fully believe that I think it, it doing that sort of taking the time to say, OK, what in the world have I been doing? Right. Mm-hmm. And then writing them all down. For me, it's like recapturing video of some mm-hmm. of the, the speeches and the keynotes that I've given over the past year and a half, mm-hmm. two years or so. And, and I started doing this the other day. And I was just like, man, because in my mind, I think I can literally only remember three. Mm-hmm. But when I started doing the research and like, oh, yeah, I forgot I did that talk, too. Oh, yeah, I did this thing here. And oh, yeah, I was here. And I, and it it ended up being in like double digits. And right. Like, Whoa. You and then know? the next but the next level to that, though, <laughs> is that you then try to figure out what your impact is. So you've given all these talks, you've had these conversations, you've delivered on these projects. Now, figure out how many people you touched. Right. And when you start doing that, you're just like, wait a second, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, because there's certain things like I've had several conversations over the past few weeks where people, I'd be like, well, how did you, you know, like I'm talking to them. I've never talked to them before. So I was like, oh, how did you like, find out about whatever oh I went to one of your talks now we've been in the panda express for two years okay. so that means that I've been talking to a green dot for two years <laughs> so I don't see any face I was like oh what talk was that and then they tell right. me and I'm like all oh, right yeah I did do that okay oh see, that was like <laughs> like I, I promise you a lady found me three weeks ago from a talk I had done maybe about three months ago. Mm-hmm. I, I did not even remember 
the talk. But not only that, it was like she said it's on YouTube. Girl, you know, I was like, it's on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the other thing that we don't do is that we, as Black women, we do not ask for our video. We don't ask for at least a notification of when that video goes out so that we can capture it, we can download it, or at the very least, we can have the link to it. Right. Because that's our representation. That's our faces. That's our voices. Those are our words. And it's on the YouTube and the, the organization is, is, is promoting it, but not informing the speaker. Right. Like that's part of the industry that is very extractive. And that's the reason why I have a clause in (laughs) my speaking contract Mm -hmm. and ask for the video. Now, enforcing that is a whole nother conversation that we need a lawyer to come on here and and school me on some things because I'm tired of asking the same question. Where is my video? (laughs) And you the follow up for for that was just sort of like, wait. I thought because I thought when I signed up to do signed on to do the the talk that that was one of the stipulations and and it was said to me that you know they would they would give me my own copy or they would alert right. me where to find it on the blah 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 and I don't recall getting any of that so I had to course you know I had to go back and and check my emails because I'm like well maybe I missed it no it ain't it, ain't. it went in there. It wasn't. So, so it's like, that was a whole nother thing. I was glad she found me and, and I went on and I did, I did her event. It was great. Um, but the other part of what it does is, is it helped, it helped me hone in on what particular topics I feel the most passionate about. What, Mm -hmm. what are the topics that I feel like I can give and bring my whole self to without me having to be like, oh man, I'm not an expert in this area, but let me, you know, let me do it. You know, cause if we, you know, I don't want to, if I'm standing before you um, on a stage and, or, you know, in the, in the space, I really want to be able to present the best version of me. Right. Yeah. And that means that I have to, I have to feel something for the topic. Right. Um, and you have to be knowledgeable about the topic. You have yep. to, you know, um, it has to be part of your, your, your breath. It has yep. to be part of your being. Right. Yep. That's why I'm passionate about data. I, I really am. I want data I to know. be something this is that black people, <laughs> this is, this is, this this is, is who I am. Like, I want to make sure that my people understand data, all of it, the good and, and the we, bad and the ugly. And we, sh- okay. So let, let me tell you, tell me this. And this may be a simplified question, but I really want people to understand like why data is important. I know we talked about it on the last podcast, but I really want people to really get it. Cause I know we're, I mean, data is the, data science, data analysis, all of those roles are like really huge right now, but I'm not sure people really know what they do and who they are. And then I, then the, then after that, I really want you to tell people like what you're doing now. Cause I really want to talk about these chapters. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, As much as you can tell us, cause they're not out and they're not ready yet. so. (laughs) So why data is important? Um, data is ru- ru- ruling the world. It is ruling the ru- the world. Um, 
And what I mean by that is that data is in us. It is our voice. Mm. It is our speech. It is our writing. It is the way that we express ourselves. Mm. And it's all going into a digital system Mm. and then being worked on. Mm. You know what I mean? Like hot comb to the hair. Like locking up your hair. You know what I mean? Like locking up your hair, right? Like the pressing curl, right? It's, it is being worked on in ways, but it's being worked on by people who aren't us. So Mm. imagine going into supercuts. Okay. Let me put it this way. Imagine me going into supercuts and asking them to work on my hair. Now you laughing, you laughing. I'm I'm laughing at the visual. (laughs) (laughs) You laughing. And for good cause, because yeah. me going into supercuts, and for all of you who have not seen me, <laughs> I have long locks. Locks go halfway down my back. Mm-hmm. And I've had these locks for 20 years, 20 some mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. So me going into supercuts that typically does not have any stylist that had no anything about hair that's outside of the Anglo-Saxon European. Right. Well, look at me like, why is she here? Right. You in the wrong place. So this is what's happening with data with us is that it's we are walking me. into the virtual supercuts. Right. And they're saying, take a seat. And they're saying, take a seat. We'll be with you in a second. And they over there don't got a hot comb, don't understand Nothing. any aloe vera oil. They don't know anything about anything to do with our hair. They're right. bringing out some, I don't know, suave. I can't. <laughs> yes, but I, I, so I fear it. <laughs> so this and is I know it. <laughs> I felt so that in is, a place. <laughs> you felt that in, deep in the chest, right there. Yeah, right there. <laughs> right. Right there, deep in that chest cavity, yeah. right there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what's happening with data right now for us. Wow. And so... And so we are moving into a space digitally where there's now going to be, there's big supercuts to continue this analogy, yeah, right? Yeah. There's going to be smaller supercuts, right? And everyone is going to be trying to tell us we can come on in, take a seat, and they'll be with us in a minute. Either and they won't be with them. us, or right. when they get to us, our hair is going to look jacket coming out. So... so we're and it's being monetized in ways that we don't have control over. So we need to understand our data and we need to be able to then navigate supercuts. We need to go ahead and create Roscoe and them. <laughs> you no. know what I mean? We need to go ahead and create the beauty shop and the barbershop. Deborah and sister, Deborah and sister, who else? Right, <laughs> right. We Deborah need to go ahead and create our own version and making sure that we can now come into and in, into space with someone, people who understand and care for and nurture and um, know how to activate our hair in ways. Love that. That is, and if, if we're going to make, you know, data, hair, a thing, connection, which I'm kind of loving right now. So I might be using this moving forward. <laughs> hey, take it, take it. No, but you know, I, cause I, I understand that like that way you said that in a way in which I think everyone would would get and understand like we wouldn't naturally be going to a supercut no. at all uh-uh. you know 
we would be we drive past you know, it to get the Sally Beauty Supply. Okay, we would, <laughs> and and so that's not that's not a place that we would we would go. Um, but if it's you know, it's sort of like one of those things where it's like if it's the only place there is for us to go, how are you how are you conforming that would meet my needs, right? right. And that's not what's happening. So we would be going into a place that again. For you and I, this is a this is a space that we're used to because we're always in spaces where a they're not checking for us because they weren't expecting us to be here, right? right? So you know, so we're sort of having to make our own space, and and we're saying we need this person to come and you know she she can wash, he can cut, they can color, blah blah blah, and so on and and so forth, and we're bring and we're having to bring in our own people at the the, at the most. But in data right now, we're not in, we're not even in the space. Not really. There's more, there's more people getting in the space um, who happen to be black. There's Mm -hmm. groups out there that are now um, circling the wagons, right? They happen to be professionals. They have to be people who are like in graduate school. There are people who are quote unquote non-traditional. I hate the word non-traditional, but the Mm -hmm. folks that are going through boot camps and self-taught, I think that contingency um, really has a great network that happens to be on Twitter um, because I'm all for it. I think whatever space that you can go to learn and to get access to what educational resources that you need in order to build your portfolio in order to get to that that data career whatever that might look like I think that that's important so there's like there's spaces available but as far as the like academy goes I don't know about one two percent of faculty are black mm-hmm. or something like that it's pretty low um, as far as you know percentage inside of a company, you know, you got a handful. Yeah. You got, you got a drizzle. You're going to do a measurement. You got a drizzle. Love a drizzle. <laughs> you just have a drizzle. Just, just, just a drizzle. Just a drizzle. You know what? But um, that's sad, but true. It is but, very, okay. It's very true. And so that's the reason why I am writing this book is because I really, what I really wanted was to talk about data from the standpoint of being an American. <laughs> and also being a black person mm. um, and someone that understands the computational aspects, but very much interested in the historical, the social, the political, and the economic appendages that adhere onto and hook into data and how we navigate it. Because I, I I say a lot, you know, data is the fuel that runs algorithms. Yeah. And so we need to, everyone's talk. everyone talked about tech yeah. <laughs> as being like this big boogeyman. Then mm-hmm. it kind of has gotten shifted to AI. Mm-hmm. And then and right now we're kind of in the algorithms era of that. Oh my God, the algorithms are terrible. Oh That's my right, God. They're wrong. Ooh, the terrible. algorithm is messed up. We got to fix algorithm it. Is messed up. We need to fix the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. I've been saying for 20 years, it's the data. Like your the the data coming in is not good. It's bad data. Garbage in is garbage, garbage out. out. And wow. we and if you and if you think about what this society has been built on, this white colonist society, that means that eighty to ninety percent of anything is designed for 
white people. Mm -hmm. And then every other nationality is kind of cutting and splicing that 10 to 20 percent. And so if you put this in a jar. So let's say 80 percent is really dealing with the white colonist culture. And you have this 20% leftovers. That means the Native American indigenous folks. That means the Asian and um, uh, Asian and South Asian folks. That means the um, Latino, Latina folks. That means the black folks. That means Polynesian and da 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 da. And we can go down a whole list are right. all in that 20%. Wow. And what has happened inside of the digital realm is that everyone's assuming that all the stuff coming in the digital realm is accurate. Mm. But 80% of it is about white culture. Mm -hmm. And all that's not right. Right. And so what happens when you think about just, let's talk about the sliver of black data. Right. About black people. Let's say that's 7-8%. How much of that do you think is actually correct? Wow. 1%, 2%. So that means that you have these layers of data that's already coming in faulty and wrong because the systems were not even designed to collect that stuff. I mean, there's systems that only collect gender identity that's male and female only. LGBTQ plus people just got to pick one. Right. Or say, do not prefer. What what is that? People from another... Right. from another country have to pick a box of being a non-resident alien. We're still, is, we still have that language. Wow. What does that even mean? Right. I don't, it doesn't, it means garbage. Right. So if you, so this, so this is what is I'm, I'm, I'm working through in the book <laughs> is talking through um, the, the route of data through our society. And so I start off by really talking about the, kind of the little bit of the history, <laughs> a little bit of the history of how we got here. So pre-tech, I kind of have a pre-tech and then kind of what's happened in tech. That's the first couple of chapters, kind of level setting like computation um, and, and how it's working and not working for us, um, for people of color in, in, in broad strokes and in black people, I, I do have some examples of that throughout the book. Um, and then I talk uh, for a couple of chapters really about the actual data life cycle. So mm. that is what happened in the collection and where things kind of go awry um, inside of storage and maintenance. That's my tech jam databases. I talk about that. I talk about analysis and where things people kind of assume like linear regression is the best way to go and how that can go awry. Right. Um, and then a visualization. So I talk through that. And then um, the last couple of chapters are really about next steps, about how do we kind of navigate the space? And that's really about the people, making sure the people are educated. That's why I'm so passionate about the people being educated about data. Um, and then, of course, the people in tech being educated because they're not too interested, especially in computer science. So I, I, I kind of hold people to task on that, on what is mm-hmm. wrong with the way they're thinking about things. Um, and, and, and then really it's about like the compliance and the regulation conversation I end up in the book in that vein, because I think it's super important that we know we need 
to have regulation, but what does that look like and what has mm. it looked like? And so I, I do this blend in the book of really trying to shine a light on some issues, but also try to provide some possible next steps. Right. I try to do that in every chapter um, to some degree, um, but also try to provide a bunch of resources because I am an educator. So I, I, I go down rabbit holes. If you follow me on Twitter, <laughs> I have like these things that I say, like, <laughs> like I was looking up stuff from South Carolina in the 15th and 14th amendment. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to need to tweet this out because this is yeah. some craziness. <laughs> I promise you, if you guys aren't following uh, Dr. Marshall on Twitter, you should. She is a gem. And every time I'm just like, I, I'll get a tweet and I'm like, oh, shit, she going in. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the whole bill of rights that the government is, is trying to do. I have a whole, I had a whole tweet thread, questions. I just had questions. <laughs> I promise you, if she is, the, it, it's, it will, it will make your afternoon. I promise you. <laughs> I try. It, I, and, I, and I, and I make it light. There's some things I put on there with like, you know, uh, cute videos that I see and things like that. So it's not all seriousness just for your, your listeners to know, but well, I, I just, do. Let me just say this. I can't wait for this book. This book to me sounds like fire. I can't wait. Um, I'm going to need my autographed copy. Of course. Um, you know, um, so we right down the street from each other. It's going to happen. I promise about? you. Um, just don't stop so, me. <laughs> too late, too late. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to tell you because stalkers don't tell you that you're being stalked, right? I'm like bad at this, huh? You're real bad at this. I'm just like, okay, well. You're bad at this, Dr. Tasha. You don't know how to fuck somebody. I just, you know, some people excel. I just, this is not my area. This is not my area of expertise. I mean, not. It's like, you know, you just, just not, not my thing. I want you to know and see me coming, right? So I can't get away. You're going to box me in. Look, look, look. <laughs> you can't even bob and weave. <laughs> There's no. <laughs> oh, anyway, okay. All right. So um, so the book is coming out when? When is projected to come out? It's Next projected year, to come years from now? Okay. <laughs> it's coming out 2022, looking at mid-year. Um, okay. So I'm just starting the uh, review phase. So um, I've almost done with the first draft of every chapter. I got like three more chapters to write, but I have them like planned out up here and partially on paper. <laughs> um, but I'm starting that review process now. So I feel like it's going to, to move ahead. And yeah, mid-22, I will have like a book. Oh, man. And then if people can read it and let me know if it's good. Ooh, my brain. I, <laughs> I just already see you on stages like because I think you're not to you know and not to 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 big up you or anything you don't need it but um your voice is a voice that people need to hear um talking about data in the way in which you talk about it it just makes so much sense and you I want to say you bring, you make the case for why it's important for people like us, right? Yeah. Because I don't, that's a part of the conversation that I got to tell you, I haven't really heard. 
Like, no, I it's just, not part of the conversation because yeah. we're always the objects of data. We're mm-hmm. never considered as part of the creation, never part of the contribution. Mm-hmm. We're completely erased in so many ways. And that's the, the thing that infuriates me the most. And the reason on why I just started to like look for books that were written by us. And that us includes anybody who is like not white male cis. <laughs> right. Like I'm like broad. I'm like mm-hmm. broad women of all complexions, um, people of different ethnic backgrounds, different gender identities, because we've always been here. We've always been in the society. Right. And now that we're, everything is now digital, it's like the digital world is starting from scratch. Like we didn't exist. Right. Like they just, we're, we're, we're something new to sort of launch on, latch onto when we've been here the whole time. The whole time. That's the reason why my company data at X on our website, we have resource picks that include books written by us. Love it. That's Love. data and tech. Like I just, I, I, every time I find something I'm grabbing, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I got to put this on the website. Got to put that on the website. Got to put that on the website. And I just find them. I see them on Twitter. I see them on LinkedIn and I find them and I just put them. I just, I'm like, if you're an author of a tech or data book and you happen to be black or any other marginalized group, hit me up. Cause I will, I will put it on social. I will put it on my website. Cause I think it's super important. Okay. Y'all heard it here first. So if you, um, if you, if that's you, if you're an author um, of a book in about tech or in tech, um, and you look like us, or you are a part of an otherwise marginalized group, um, please hit her up or hit me up, and I'll make sure you get the you get the connection um, so that your stuff can end up on her site. It is, I think, again. Um, I just think what you're doing is is amazing and it's so, 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 so needed, which is why we had to have a part two. And I'm really glad that we had this conversation today. I'm um, so glad too, and happy to have a part three. Man, listen, we're going to have to have a part three, but, and I'm also, I'm really interested in trying to bring together um, a couple of different, I see, like in my mind, I have this conversation happening with you and another one of my other guests. I can see you, you two having mm. a really nice meeting. So I'm going to try and coordinate that. Um, um, but again, so tell people where they can find you. if They're looking for you. I mean, she's on Twitter. She's on, I mean, she's all the places, but, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, on, information. I'm mm-hmm. on Twitter and IG at CS Dr. Sister. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, my name. Um, you can hit me up at brandicemarshall.com. Uh, you can also hit up with my company, data ed X, D-A-T-A-E-D-X.com. Uh, so you can find me. I'm not hard to find. So just come on through. And you never know, I might show up into a, I might show up in a city near you. <laughs> and that is outside true. is open. <laughs> right. And we outside, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we never closed here in Atlanta. So I, I, was, I stayed in my house. I was just like, I'm staying in my house. <laughs> okay. Atlanta's still open. <laughs> yeah, that that's what we 
you don't. Anyway, that's a whole nother subject for another day. I do want to, again, it's always, I enjoy every single conversation that, that we have together. Um, me as well. Me as well. Sis. So I thank you for, you know, just agreeing for a part two. And I guarantee you all, this will not be the last time y'all see me, see us together um, or hear us together. Um, Cause I feel like this might need to be like an every like every three month thing here. <laughs> I promise you. I'll so be like, be yes, host. <laughs> okay. Don't even be surprised. I'm not even, I'm not even joking. <laughs> All right, you guys. So um, this is this concludes our episode, um, this episode of Stimming the Stilettos with Dr. Tasha and uh, Dr. Marshall. It is always a joy to talk to you. Um Yes, yeah, just always a joy to talk to you. Lovely talking to you too. All right, you guys. And as we end the show, you guys always always know that I want you to um, keep yourselves well and be safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stimming and Stilettos. Please check out the show notes to get additional information about today's guest or today's topic. You can find the podcast on every major podcast platform. You can find additional information about Dr. Tasha at www.drtasha.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in every Tuesday for the latest episode of Stimming in Stilettos.